Pete, are you working under the assumption that Russell's your starter on Sunday? Uh, we're going one day at a time here. You know, Tim, I, I, he's not out here to do anything but play. You know, he's not coming back just to practice. So we'll we'll see what happens um, as the week goes on. But, you know, give us days to figure that out. But the intention is that if he's okay, he plays. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe Ojo G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a Tuesday morning. Ed Fang of the Power Rank joins us about 20 minutes from now. One hour, a little over an hour. Ryan McDonough, Odyssey NBA insider, all things NBA. Big night last night. Some COVID issues around the NBA impacted some games and lines. So we'll talk some NBA with Ryan McDonough. But right now, let's look forward. Week 10. The lines are out. We have everything now because we know... The Steelers game is uh, is done, so we'll get to that. They're hosting the Lions this week. But we heard from Pete Carroll there, guys. We got the news yesterday through a very dramatic, I, it was like a weird video. Russell Wilson is such a, just a different guy. I mean, Mr. Unlimited. And I've, you see that corn video ball. yesterday the you put out? The you're looking for is cornball. It was right after the show ended. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. I was like, really? Yeah, if he wasn't a, a future Hall of Fame quarterback, I mean, the guy would be talked about as a cornball all the time. But he's a great quarterback, and he's back this week. Pete Carroll, day-to-day, whatever. Russell Wilson's going to play as long as he um, doesn't have some sort of weird setback. So, we can start there. The Seahawks, four-point dogs right now in Green Bay on Sunday against the Packers. What what are we doing with this number? We'll talk through some of our favorite numbers and games right now as as we sit uh, early in the week. Plus four. Now, we don't know about Aaron Rodgers, right? We we have pretty good feeling Russell Wilson's back. He's cleared. He's going to play. Plus four Seahawks before we get the news on Aaron Rodgers. 24 hours ago, we liked it at plus five. Yes. Do we still like it at plus four? That's the question. I, so what is it if it's love? It feels like in, in both instances, like they're trying to straddle some sort of a middle because yeah. they don't want to open themselves up to, to getting uh, middled on the game, right? Um, so what are they thinking with Rodgers? I think they're thinking that there's a, that he's going to play because he's going to be available on Saturday. It's six, six and a half with Rodgers. I mean, the Seahawks are three and five. Is Jordan, is Jordan Love led team a favorite at Lambeau against Russell Wilson and the Seahawks? Yeah. One and a half. I think so. I think so. Give me Seattle all day. Give me Seattle well, all day. If, if, if you're saying they're straddling, where then? Okay, then if you think it goes the other way, then what's the number of Rodgers plays? Eight or, or it'll six, six and a half. It'll bump to six, probably. Okay. Yeah. Well, then if we go off the touchdown number, it's touchdown seven and a half. You're right. Then then maybe they'd be underdogs at home with Jordan Love, a half point, one point underdog. I'd still like Seattle. So at this point, I'm trying to figure out what is. What is the advice to give? Because we don't know what's going to happen with Rodgers. And if he is out there on Sunday, he doesn't need any practice time all week. And LaFleur put that out there. And he's right. I mean, no practice Rodgers versus practice with love. Well, how did that work last week against the worst defense in the NFL? It doesn't even, it doesn't even matter. But, so, but if you like Seattle at this point and you're worried about four not being enough, just wait till it's six when they announce that Rodgers is in. But you feel great if he's not in two because you're probably just looking for a win. They're going to bring that one down inside of a field goal. Also, if he does play Aaron Rodgers, how does he respond? Because I saw the quote that he feels like he's being crucified. 
Yeah. Does this weigh on him mentally? I mean, there's been a lot of backlash about what happened with this whole vaccination situation, and that crowd is not going to be happy. I can't imagine. Which, what do you mean? The, you I think just the Packers feel like fans a lot of people... I don't know. Maybe not, but I just... I Knowing just that like area, kind of div- I think... He's kind of divided people. Okay. Well, I don't know. I just thought maybe this does weigh on him or mess with him mentally a little bit, or it fuels him. Like we've seen Aaron Rodgers with his back up against the wall. This kind of thing motivates him. But, you know, it's like you see the State Farm endorsement. I don't know how they feel about it. There's a lot of things that are happening for him outside of football that could be stressful. I do think Lambeau is a safe haven, though. It always reminds oh, yeah. me of, like, like this is different. Barry Bonds, right? They loved him in San Francisco. They booed him everywhere else. He'll have a warm welcome, I think, at home. The road may be different the rest of the way. I don't know. I, mean, I just think he's dopey, and I think he's being melodramatic. <laughs> it's all his own fault. Like, like this is, this is your doing, man. Like, I don't care. There is a portion of the fan base has, that has had enough of Rodgers that don't agree that he's bigger than the team, and they're looking forward to moving on. But those people got a slap in the face last week. They were hoping Jordan Love, there was going to be something there, like maybe a Justin Fields performance that we saw last night. So how are they going to respond? They'll be like, thank you for coming back, Aaron. Please don't ever, ever leave us because we don't want that guy being our quarterback. Gosh, if Jordan Love had a big game, the narrative would be so different. (laughs) A hundred percent. It would be crazy. Turn the page. Let's move on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he looks so far away from that right now. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're projecting a lot. We're, we're projecting, is Aaron Rodgers going to be in? And if he is in, what is he going to look like? Like, uh, there, There's been a lot of players in different sports that just looked different. They weren't the same when they returned from COVID. Yeah. And, and look, we're, we're talking about Russell Wilson also coming off a finger injury. We don't know. Clear doesn't mean he's got perfect feeling in his hand, and he's great. Like, it may take him a couple weeks, too. This is a we- I can't wait to see it if they're both out there because it's it's yeah. great to watch these two play each other. But the number's going to move significantly, so we'll keep a watch on that. All right, let's jump around here to some games that are, are intriguing um, with the line and, and where it sits right now. I'll throw one out that, that hits me. It's early game this week, so the more we talk about it early, the better. Ravens at Dolphins, Thursday Night Football. The number is seven and a half. I think this number is way too low. It, it's a str- I know the Ravens went to overtime on Sunday, so that's a tough turnaround. Overtime, road game, short week. Seven and a half? Miami's terrible. And we're probably getting Jacoby Brissett again. I love the Ravens. And uh, I think we were talking about this in the break, Joe. You, you mentioned it as a potential teaser spot. We'll get to teasers later. But I just, the rate, like this number should be eight or nine. And, and maybe it goes there. Maybe maybe we'll see where it moves as the week goes on. But Ravens minus seven and a half. I love that. Yeah, since we're already past seven and a half, I only see it climbing. Remember, they're not dead numbers, but they're certainly not key. The next key number up is 10. So it wouldn't surprise me if it quickly goes eight and a half or nine, and maybe we end up landing at 10. Is anybody out there going to bet on Miami? Anybody in this spot after what we've seen from Lamar? I'm not, I don't buy into that. The look ahead line was six and a half. And so now we're seven and a half. So I view that as a significant move up in the preseason. It was Baltimore minus three. So, I mean, that's just player and unfair to that Bears organization and unfair to those of us watching and I'm a Bears fan I don't really care I really don't care unfair just to the idea 
I would assume that they're not going to force it. So I saw that he was going to throw yesterday uh, to, to test out his finger. But he also had a rib issue. Like it, t- The way I look at it is if he was a good Sunday with a finger fracture and a rib, he's going to be good on Thursday against the Ravens. I, I'd be surprised if we see Tua. But is that going to move Is that gonna move you? Like, I, I don't care no. if Tua plays. No, but it might have some bet on Miami because they don't want to bet on Brissett. It's, yeah. a, it's, a gr- it's a great teaser leg where it sits right now. But are we worried about them not covering? Probably not. So it's going to be very popular. People are going to link this up to some other games uh, coming up this weekend. And there are not, there are a number of early teaser spots. Joe, what, what do you got? Do you like? What like? What do you like? Oh. What, what's a game you're, you're looking at? Um, a game in general, let's, you know what? We alluded to it earlier, so let's just go there. The Pittsburgh Steelers are favored by eight and a half points against a football team. A football team. They were favored by too much last night, and they're probably favored by too much here. How is Dan Campbell going to look coming off the bye? It's eight and a half. The look ahead was nine. Um, the preseason was seven and a half. It's too much. With that offense, you can't you can't make them more than touchdown favorites. I'm going to take the underdog. They were the underdog with a number of seven last night, and I hate it here but I'm going to take the Lions because I can't stand that team. You know me, I've been the person that's like that just doesn't understand why people are keep backing Detroit, but against Pittsburgh, I might have to back Detroit here. I like it. Uh, the number's nine now at FanDuel. The total in the game is 43. <clears throat> so last night... Nine? Why? Why did it go up after last night? I have no idea. It's similar to last night. I mean, the, the kind of the, the way the game looks. Now, that game went over last night. Fields played better than we think Goff will play on Sunday. But the total is 43 and the number is 9. It, it's similar to how we talked about last night. Mm. Like, are we talking about a 9-point number in a in a four, total of 43? So I'm with you there, Joe. The Lions plus the 9. Um, Aaron, you have a game you're looking at already for Sunday? Yeah, one I was looking at is the Washington football team and the Bucks. Um, the total is 51 and a half. Washington is their offense has struggled all season with Taylor Heineke, um, only scored a touchdown on 10 of 22 red zone attempts. They have the worst success rate in the league. Washington is also one of the league's worst teams on third down. Also, if their defense steps up, they get after Tom Brady. I think this could be a lower scoring game. 51 and a half is pretty high. So I like Washington getting nine and a half points here. This this is the game I when I first looked at the, the board here. And Joe mentioned the Lions one, and that one stood out too. But this was the first one I looked at and said too many points. It, it reminds me of, of the Denver um, <clears throat> and Cowboys game last week. Now, I didn't see Denver winning that game outright. I don't see Washington winning this game outright. But I just think it's too many points here. So, Joe, you've mentioned how different the Bucks have been on the road this season. Home field yep. advantage is not, you know, it's not, it's not what it used to be. We know that. Home teams are, are actually under 500 this year, straight up. But they just have not looked as good away from, from Tampa Bay. And I look at how Washington has played at home this year. Other than the Kansas City game, they were pretty competitive in all these home games. I mean, the last mm-hmm. you're right, Aaron. Their offense has gone down the last couple of weeks, 13 points, 10 points, 10 points. It's been pretty bad. I don't know how that gets to 50 unless Tom Brady's just firing away. Because I mean, Washington's not doing it. It does feel like a lot. Um, so I'm with you at probably a lower scoring game. I also just think a lot of Washington's issues, that stuff could correct itself. Like if you're in the red zone that much and you're not scoring, 
eventually you're going to break through. That like that's not going to last all year. Where they keep getting to the red zone four times a game and don't score. Tampa Bay 0-4 against the spread on the road this season. They lost mm. outright at the Rams very next week. They won but did not cover for the Brady game at the Patriots. The the Philly game, they had that one in hand, and there was a garbage touchdown, Agreed. which is why they didn't cover. So keep that in mind. And then their last game, they lost outright at New Orleans, 0-4 ATS. See, so I look they, at that, I look at that, and I think that's going to stop soon. It's my turn to stage an intervention here. You did the same for me with the Panthers. I am okay. a recovering Washington football <laughs> team backer. Okay. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Uh, like, I was on him against the Packers, on him against the Bills. Similar things that what you were saying. Maybe it happens this week, but I've just been in this spot. Similar numbers, too. Above seven, like seven, that seven to ten range. And it just, like, you go down at the goal line when there's no one in front of you, you know, and then never get into the end zone. It's good luck. Paul, is, your life, is, your, is your life better now that you've, you've, you've moved on for the Washington football team? It is. It is much better. Happier. Like, yeah. Minus two. I, I moved on from them as well, so I don't know why. It's like the Panthers for Paul. Like, why I just want to bet on them again. So I should stay away, too. I'm glad you're doing an intervention because they have hurt me this season. So maybe it's just a, a, a there, hard pass. There are a lot of big favorites this week. We have seven games of point spreads more than a touchdown. And I hate to say it but i like a lot of the favorites which scares the bejesus out of me we, the dog run over the last two weeks i gave you an underdog that i do like in the lines at plus nine but my first thought on this game you guys like washington i like the other side with tampa bay it, it, if anything i like the other side um the rams this number is now four against the niners now four in a Big bounce back spot for LA after Sunday night football. I mean, San Francisco, what are we doing, Kyle Shanahan? What do you guys think about that one? I believe that's the Monday night matchup. So, my first thought is big Rams bounce back. They will play mm -hmm. much better. The number's short. The Niners aren't good. Those are all my thoughts. And now their right tackle is out, McGlinchey. Yeah. The only trepidation I have is Shanahan has owned McVeigh. He's beat yep. him a lot. He's beat him okay. a lot. And I just, is this the Niners season? I mean, they might be dead anyway, but is this it? Is this the last stand? And then we just, we, we just basically look at the draft? Could be. I mean, Could be. Yeah. We thought that was last week, though, too. That was, yeah. uh, was a big part of the handicap that I heard. We, we've got a hit on New England-Cleveland. So this is interesting. In the preseason, it was the Browns minus two. On the look-ahead line last week, it was New England minus three. And now it's mm. New England minus one. People are betting the Browns, and I'm probably going to be one of them. What am I missing? Why are they underdogs? Because the Patriots are impressive right now. I think it's, I think it's an overreaction to the Patriots, honestly. I, I think the Browns should be the favorite in this game. Slight favorite. I mean, I, I, I would think the Browns minus two, Browns minus one and a half. I, I think the Browns are better, but... The last few weeks, Patriots. we just don't know what we're getting with the Browns, I feel like. It's been part inconsistent. Of it. They've laid eggs. Yeah, that's it. The Patriots haven't laid eggs, really. I mean, they've, they've lost some games, but they've been pretty consistent. We know what they are. The Browns have not been. Ed Fang of the Power Rank joins us next. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. It is BeckQL Daily, presented, as always, by FanDuel Sports. Right here on the BeckQL Network. 
Hey, it's Ryan Horvath from BetMGM The Night, 7 to 11 Eastern. Watch and listen to the BetQL Network. Download the free Odyssey app and search BetQL. Your home for wagertainment is the BetQL Network.